Good morning and happy Wednesday. I'm going to start today in Psalm 55. We're picking up from yesterday. You remember yesterday we started out and that got in, in that psalm and that's got into a conversation about being overwhelmed. Interesting quote from this reading. As for my companion, he betrayed his friends. Betrayal is bad enough, but betrayal by someone close to you can be unbearable, particularly if you try to bear it alone. I, I know it was for me. I think that when you get to be my age, you probably have experienced that sort of betrayal at least once in your life. And this is what overwhelmed the psalmist. Remember yesterday's reading again, when we began the psalm and began about being overwhelmed. So one other quote from today's psalm, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. So the lesson to take away here for me is trust God to save you when you are overwhelmed. And then we go to the New Testament, John 3, we pick up at verse 22. So Jesus and his disciples went to the Judea countryside, and he, and he was baptizing people. Now, John B. continued to baptize as well. He was at Anon, A-E-N-O-N. Now, his disciples became concerned because they're like, well, you know, Jesus has kind of gotten into our thing, and he's baptizing, and we're losing our customers to Jesus because Jesus had a growing ministry. And John responded that he's filled with the joy of Jesus's success because, quote, he must become greater and greater and I must become less and less. And John obviously recognized Jesus's authority, his mission. John said from the beginning why he was here, paving the way for one who would come that was greater than he and again, I, I really like what he said when he said that he must become greater and greater and I must become less and less. I think we should adopt that attitude for our lives. If we make it less about us and more about Jesus, then that's a way to obedience. I mean... Sometimes it's a little bit difficult for me to record this on a daily basis. And yet, as I've said before, for me, this is an exercise in obedience. It's a discipline, just like I try to work out on a daily basis, do something. It's a discipline. I know it's good for me. I know it's what God wants me to do. Go to work every day. Not every day, most days. It's a discipline. It's what we're supposed to do. It's not about us. It's about something greater. Go over to the Old Testament. We're, we're getting close to finishing up Joshua. Joshua 23, because Joshua now is a very old man. His mission is complete. He has brought the people into the promised land. He has allocated all the lands of the nations conquered and those that are still unconquered. There are still some that 
need to be conquered. So Joshua's mission is done, but the people's mission is not. He encourages the people that they'll take possession of that unconquered land, just as the Lord your God promised. Just don't deviate from the book of instruction. And this is all much like the instructions that Moses gave to the people shortly before he died. Disobeying will result in the Lord not driving about others from the land. So it's a common theme. It's obey God and you'll be blessed. If you don't obey God, you won't have his blessing removed. I I hesitate to to use the word curse. I'll say that the way I see the uh, the curse, if you will, is that, as I just said a moment ago, that God removes his protection. You want to do it on your own? Go have at it. Not going to protect you. I've also realized, just as a side note, that I think I need to get some WD-40 on this old chair in Studio 2A. <laughs> so if you hear a little bit of creaking, it's the chair, not my bones. At least, hopefully, most of the time. Now, in Joshua 24, Joshua summoned all of the tribes of Israel, who then presented themselves to God. And this is to renew the Lord's covenant. This also mirrors what Moses did. So Joshua reviews the history of the, the Exodus, the travel, the how they left Egypt, and then some of the battles that they won and how God was there for them. I think a lot of this is to remind them that of the blessings that will happen if they, quote, fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. That's what they are commanded to do. The people pledged to, quote, serve the Lord, for he alone is our God. So there's a little bit of back and forth here. Joshua challenges them and the people respond, yes, no, I'm def we're, we're definitely going to follow God. And then Joshua records this all in the, quote, book of God's instructions. I'm thinking that this is probably the same as the book of instruction. And we're actually reading that now. This is where Joshua recorded it. And then Joshua rolled a huge stone beneath the terebirth tree. Besides the tabernacle, the Lord is a witness. He says that the stone... <laughs> listened and heard what the people said in other words it's 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 in stone <laughs> now maybe that's where that um saying came from you ever there's a lot of like uh stone memorials it seems like in the old testament piles of rocks or this or that i find that a little interesting and how huge was the stone for him to roll it it it's obviously not a small one, but there's going to be a limit that Joshua at 110 could actually do, particularly since he's very close to death. So, Because then Joshua died. And he died at 110, and then he was buried in the promised land, in the land to which he was allocated. Now, the bones of Joseph were also buried and here in the in the land of his descendants the allocated land so they had taken the bones with him been traveling with the bones all this time eleazar also died and was buried in 
Ephraim. And that's it for today. Live today as if the king is coming back today, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank mm-hmm. you.